0: You're listening to the Ricky and Clyde Wrestling Show. Listener discretion is advised at all times.
1: Hello and thank you for downloading and listening to another episode of the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. I am joined as ever by Ricky. How are you this evening, Ricky? Yeah,
0: good evening. Um, Doing well yourself?
1: I'm alright. I've been watching some ICW tonight, Insane Championship Wrestling in Glasgow. It's been good Um, stuff.
0: In preparation of uh, Square Go in a few weeks' time?
1: Square Go on the 11th of February, so I'm, I'm doing my homework.
0: For um, for our American listeners that don't really understand what Square Go means, it is basically a Glasgow scene, and it is um, basically offering another person a one-on-one fight.
1: But that's not a good slogan to put on posters, so they just went with Square Go.
0: Yeah, so people outside of Glasgow, I'd probably say people outside of
1: Britain probably won't get it. Aye, I'm sure most, folk will probably hear it, some different version of it, but we're going off on a tangent already and it's not even a minute long, so (laughs) let's get to it, it's been another, yet another busy week in the world of wrestling and it would be remiss of us not to mention the controversial incident that's Arisen with Enzo Amore and the sexual assault allegation that happened in October. What are your thoughts on that? It's
0: just um, it's unbelievable. Like, like deep down, like there's no real winners and losers here. Like, utterly shocking. Like, you don't know who to believe. I think when it- you when you listen to the girl's story. The alleged victims you never ever want to say they're lying you know but at the same time you can't take what she's saying as gospel and if that because if that's the case then every single person that claims to be either whether it's sexually assaulted or verbally assaulted or physically assaulted in any sort of any way shape or form if we're just going to take someone's word for it then there's no point in having a court system etc and all this but for me there's holes in her story that don't add up right but there's she the one thing that specifically sticks out for me is that she said something along the lines of quote that Enzo says I've got a million followers on on Instagram and you should want this dick right (laughs) that's that's just so sounds like something he would say because he's, he's made reference to his Instagram and Twitter follows and all this nonsense. Um, I think you just sort of need to see how it plays out. I think with WWE done the right thing in releasing him.
1: Because they released him because he withheld information that
0: exactly. of the
1: investigation.
0: If you're withholding information from someone it's because you don't want them to know about that, obviously. Mm-hmm. But why wouldn't you? Surely, you would think that Vince McMahon, is powerful as it's money that he's got, and the access to the type of lawyers that you'd be able to, to get, they would try and do right by you. Worst case, they might say, "Look, we're going to, we're not, we're just going to, going to write you off TV, going to get you away from the limelight, and we'll deal with this sort of like behind the scenes." So by now, it could have been dealt with, and then you could have been coming back in time for the Rumble and pushing on to Mania if you just told them. So straight away you, you've got to question his motives. There, why why wouldn't you tell your your place of work? Why wouldn't you tell your boss? And this isn't just any old place of work; like it's a very very public uh, public business. Everyone knows about him around the world. So that that immediately brings brings a bit of like hmm, doubt to his credibility. Um, and like I says, he was released reports suggest say that because you'll be felt that. And he's known about it since October because the girl apparently, well, not apparently, she did file a complaint, I think it was three or four days later. So it's been ongoing since October. You had ample opportunities to tell them, but you never did. So that immediately just makes you look guilty. The other thing that I'm going to flip flop between either side and the other thing would be that if this investigation has been ongoing since October and he's never actually been arrested, now I'm not completely familiar with the ins and outs of uh, this kind of investigation, so maybe it takes a hell of a long time and I'd imagine it would, but there doesn't seem to be, on on just just in face of it, what we saw, there doesn't seem to be much movement or much that's happened. Like I say, he's not been arrested. So you wonder maybe the police haven't got enough evidence we could not have enough evidence to charge them or maybe they just don't believe the victim I don't know I think and she claims there was a lot of drugs weed and coke at this hotel or this party or whatever it was the room Mm -hmm. (sighs) reading between the lines then I would assume Enzo was taking this as well if there was as much as you're describing and if that's the case, then why has that not been pulled up in the wellness policy testing?
1: That's true. That, that
0: if that was the case, and maybe, maybe, maybe it's just he was drunk and he wasn't taking the drugs. Maybe that is the case. So I think, like I said, overall, there's no real winners because either a, a woman's been raped, and if that's the case, then he deserves the jail. But if she's making it up, she also deserves to be thrown in jail because she's literally just not just ruined a man's life but ruined his career. Mm-hmm. Um, but I stand by it. WWE doing the right thing because you've not told him. It's been three months. Never said a single word. And I I don't like him as, like, wrestling-wise. I don't think in ring He's terrible on the mic I find him beyond irritating and not even in a good way that you'd find a heel irritating I found him irritating when there's a face I'm glad he's not there I don't need to watch him in particular I barely watched him anyway but the circumstances are are horrific um, I think if she said gun to my head I would I would always I would always take the alleged victim's side of the story but let's say some of the things that she said doesn't really add up maybe because her head sort of scrambled all over the place and you never really been able to think properly when it's happening and probably the immediate aftermath after it. Um, but she there was that story where she she came out and faked a pregnancy, but she claims that uh, she'd done this because she was offered medication and she was um openly admitted that she's um she's got um that mental mental illness. Um but then she said she checked in rehab and then she somehow got access to someone's phone in rehab and then that's where she was able to tweet and then she left, but then there's, there's other text messages that have come out from one, apparently one of her good friends who said that she was texting some other per- another girl the day after saying I was partying with these two guys and doing all this coke um, and now I'm lying in next to a famous wrestler and she named one. Enzo.
1: That's what so, I did see, I Sorry? That is one of the things that I did see from. It. I've not been following it closely, but I did see that um, picture of the phone screenshot thing. And,
0: and, and like the thing is, like he was, he was in Arizona that day, you know. So whether he was in that hotel, I don't know, but he definitely was in Arizona when it took place. This alleged incident, um, his Instagram shows it. He was at a Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think it was concert. Um, overall. I think, and, and the thing is, like, I just keep talking back, why wouldn't you tell Vince? Exactly. And, and and I keep thinking to myself, but at the same time, though, my counter arguments, if you're taking Coke, why would that not show up in, your, in the wellness policy testing? Then again, that testing is bullshit. Um, but again, why wouldn't you tell Vince? Because, Vince McMahon, and I'm this might offend some people, but it's it's quite obviously the truth. Defended a murderer and Jimmy Snooker.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Do you know what I mean? Like so if he's gonna do that, why what makes you think this guy isn't gonna maybe stick back to you when you claim to be innocent, or at least he might look into it to try and prove your innocence. Um, <clears throat> if it's true he's just an utter scumbag an absolute scumbag, but there's a difference between someone who's just irritating and you don't like him, to then say this guy's capable of raping someone. It's it's, it's a difficult one. It really is. Because like I said, I think there's flaws in both sides of the story. In in red flags, sorry, in both sides of the story.
1: I mean, I understand 100% why in this day and age that you'd want to make an argument for both sides of the story, but I'm going to based on Enzo Amore's character, he's one of those people who comes like, he's basically playing himself at up to 11. Right? So, I believe, I believe that believe is responsible for it. And if it is true, then this is the worst PR that WWE have had since Benoit, basically. And
0: but I think, sorry to cut you off, I think where it differs from Benoit, though, is the Benoit thing and people can debate it if they want. If we can say what they want. The Benoit thing was was that he had like a, the mental age of like a two year old, was it? And it was just the years of t- taking countless headshots and countless bumps and taking steroids and all of this. Um, but the Enzo Mori thing just seems to be. I don't know if it was an impulse thing or something they just decided to do. So I don't think. I don't know if you can hold WWE like liable for it, I think, no, it just so happens all. it happens to be someone who wrestled for that company, but let's see it is, it is a disastrous PR because it's always going to be ex-WWE star,
1: uh-huh. it's
0: not going to be wrestler. it's always going to be a reference to that company
1: And see, the thing is like all these um, over in Britain, you've got the BBC, there's been a lot of sexual assault allegations that have surfaced over the last few years with celebrities um, footballers as well over here, and just a lot of singers, and I'd always wondered, you've not really heard anything from the wrestling world with that in recent years so I wonder surely that can't all be squeaky clean and now this comes about and suddenly WWE is going to be under the microscope, there could there could well be people that have been attacked in some form or another and they're going to um, start making claims and pulling up people, so the press is just going to be a constant hounding now and mm-hmm. uh, and that's the attention that WWE doesn't need so Enzo Amore has stained the name of WWE although it wasn't their fault although they didn't have anything to do with it he's always going to be remembered as a WWE performer and the reputation is going to that will stink from now on for a while definitely especially with it coming out in the same day as Raw 25 Vince's recent sporting announcement with the XFL thing Royal Rumble round the corner, WrestleMania round the corner, The Miz going on to True TV, or whatever the channel is that he's on. There's a lot of mainstream press focus on WWE just now, and all that hard work that they're doing is just going to go down the shitter because of Enzo. And if it is true, then hell mend him. I hope he gets everything that he deserves.
0: Oh, like, he won't last two minutes in jail. He's going to be... uh he, like, and folks, like, go listen to either go listen to Rich Lattel on his podcast um, or go on his Twitter. How James had, like, a lot of bad, or real negative things to say about Enzo into White Frank. I don't think you can disagree with anything he said. Um, and, like I say, he, he really has, he's, he's really staying that company's name. But the, if allegations start to come out about what's took place, it will be from like the late sort of nineties, you know, when they were going through that like um, uh, I can't remember the, the name of the era now. The X-rated era, whatever it was again. Um, where DX were at the forefront of it all. Now I'm not trying to blame people, but I, I, yeah, I
1: attitude. Era. If,
0: attitude just start It sort of, sort of, start of the attitude era. I don't think. I don't wouldn't be surprised if you start to hear things from them because it just seemed to be really really wild back then just listening to the stories that people have come out with uh-huh. All
1: right.
0: it, it might not it might not be his case of X sitting Mr X jumped on top of me and, and actually did rape me or whatever like that it could just be a case of guys like flashing and, or like grabbing women in inappropriate in places because at the end of the day that's a scumbag move as well um you know, so I think you might, you might hear some stories. Um, it wouldn't surprise me now. Um, yes. But as I it's, it's just, I think it's really difficult to really pick a side, just because if I had to, I think, I'd, like I said, I'd believe a alleged victim, because I would always struggle to say to right. someone, no, you weren't a victim of rape, um, or victim of sexual assault, I think, and also on top of that, the just a couple of things about Enzo that you hear and you saw him and stuff, but the, the one thing that just really sticks out to me is that why you why wouldn't you tell exactly this isn't, this is not just getting into some random fight like this is one of the worst things you can be accused of
1: if he is if he is innocent then fair enough, right, but the fact that he withheld information from his boss that there was an ongoing investigation just smacks of something dodgy there and the way he carries himself on Instagram when he goes to all the parties with the celebrities in Los Angeles, or Los Angeles um, it just comes across as a, an arsehole basically, so even if he is innocent this will be a bad, bad mark on his reputation and I don't really think there's, even if it is TNA the impact zone or wherever, can you really see anything good coming for Enzo Mori
0: People, people I, I read on uh, a tweet somewhere uh, a couple of hours ago that someone said if he comes through this, then he can make a, a ton of money on indie scene. And you're like, Really? Like, the guy can't wrestle for shit. Like, I don't understand how he's going to make the money. And on top of that, like, I can't even turn around and say that I wish it wasn't true because then you're like, do you thinking to yourself to the village? To, from the alleged victim. Why would you do that? Like, You've literally just ruined a man's career for no reason at all. And, and I would feel bad for him then. I really would. Because like as much as you want, to say he's a scumbag and he's this in that. But to be accused of being a rapist, that's one of the worst things that can happen to you, especially if you haven't done it. But see, if he has done it, throw him in jail and his career and life is over.
1: All right. I, just I
0: also want to say that Dave Meltzer come out uh, earlier on today and said Enzo Mori has been recently trying to get out of his contract and he's trying to he's been trying to get released. Really? Yep. That's what Meltzer said on I think it was earlier on, I don't know if he tweeted it, I can't remember, but Meltzer said it earlier on today.
1: See that there was a petition ongoing with people wanting him reinstated? So that have you got a message for that for those people? <laughs>
0: Yeah, man, oh. <laughs> fuck Enzo, <laughs> fuck Enzo,
1: fuck Enzo. Again, fuck, uh, fuck uh, him. Right. All right, okay. Uh, again, it's a touchy subject, and with a lot of allegations flying from both sides, it's hard to believe. So we'll just leave it at that for now and move yeah, on. I think
0: I think we need to. It's, infor- it's, it, it, it's extremely unfortunate. Whatever whatever the outcome is, it's going to be. Horrific for one person to deal with that, and whoever it may be.
1: Right. So moving on, Vince, you'll need to catch me up on this stuff, Ricky, because yep. I was busy earlier when Vince announced his big sports announcement. So please fill us in. Um, so it was about eight o'clock
0: our time. I um, oh sorry it was nine, nine o'clock. I think was it? Eight? No, eight yeah. o'clock. Eight o'clock British time which was 3pm Eastern, that he came out and says he is now going to um, reintroduce or can try and bring back the XFL. And he's going to do it in 2020, so two years' time.
1: Did he sp- explicitly say XFL, aye?
0: I'm sure he did. XFL20, I'm sure he said that. Oh
1: I I saw that hashtag, that's right, yeah.
0: Mm. Um, so, so, that's his plan, to bring it in two years. The reason the first time it failed, right, it was because it was piss football, American football, and there was just too much sort of theatrics in it. And it lasted for like maybe a year. And he lost a tonne load of money. And now this, he's now going to, he's bringing it back in two years and his idea is to have eight teams and it's 40, um, 40 players on each roster with four teams going through to like the playoffs, two semifinals and then a championship game. That's how he wants to start off. Um, He then says, We are, and I know I'm sort of going off, is not really wrestling related, but we'll get to the wrestling point of it. He then says, along the lines that um, he's consulted ex players, coaches, fans, blah blah blah. And he's somehow come to a logical, um, somehow came to, his thinking has brought him to say there might not be any half time in these games. And and then he goes on about how we're going to look after players and etc. and, and like avoid injuries and all that. And it's like, how the fuck can you cut out half time? Like it's a violent sport as it is, and you're going to cut out the half time. Um, so, yeah, and that and then he talks about the ethics committee or whoever may have been on that, and, and you have to meet a certain criteria, a certain mould of person in order to play in the league. Uh, which, to be honest, quite frankly, and I don't know if you know the name Colin Kaepernick, but he's quite a, I just like divisive figure over in America uh, in an NFL player.
1: Right.
0: He will not, not a chance in hell will he be playing in this league? Um, just because he was, he protested um, during NFL games by kneeling during the national anthem, but he oh, was protesting mate. like, um, is
1: that that guy, right?
0: Uh, so he was protesting like I think it was like police, police, police brutality. And a lot of people took it as a sense that like, you're disrespecting our military, etc. And, and he's like, no, 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 I'm not. Like, I, I respect the military, but I'm doing it for this. And then it sort of it, it took off from there. So he, he, he unlikely, he'll be in it. Um, so you'd imagine people who have like convictions and all this won't be in it. But anyway, so like I said, the first time round, he lost an awful lot. of of money and this time around it just doesn't sound like it's going to work because it doesn't sound like he's learned it doesn't sound like something that's going to be sustainable um if you're wanting to do that why not just create another league and just have it as just pure football nothing else just football and cuz obviously you won't know but if you're going to do it now's the time to do it because a lot of people are boycotting and some of the ratings are down in the, in uh, for some of the games but take it with to like, Stadiums are some, are some, some stadiums are still em, are a wee bit empty, but like TV adverts and everything, they're all booming. Um, the revenue's amazing still. So if you're going to do it now, is the time to do it. But he made a quote which was really, really interesting, and you saw it as well. And I was watching it live. Um, that basically says it's going to be two hours long because people can't really concentrate for three hours and watch something. He in did, layman's terms,
1: wait, wait, did he honestly say that word for word? He
0: said, "Aye, uh, no." Obviously, not so much people can't concentrate who's like, we're going to have two hours' game, two of, the game's going to be two hours long because basically people can't, won't want to watch it for three hours.
1: How long does an, an NFL ton? game last? Sorry? How long does an NFL game usually last?
0: Three hours because there's really? a lot of, um, uh, there's a lot of, like, uh, TV adverts and breaks because the thing is, like, see, for instance, like, I'll quickly explain it to you in what layman's you terms. So, the quarterback, you know what the quarterback is, don't you? Uh huh. So if the quarterback gets the ball, right, if he throws it, I'm the quarterback and I throw it to you, right. If you don't catch it, and it like so, it's a no cash ball hits the ground. The time, the time on the clock stops. But if you catch it, then the time keeps going. If you, so, do you understand what I mean? So that's how mm-hmm. it sort of works. So sometimes, like you can have games that can go like two and a half hours because it's just quick. But there could be like a lot of games that are really sloppy, um, and and it just slows it right down. So it, it, the clock stops quite a bit. So generally, you're looking at about three hours, maybe three hours, fifteen at an absolute push. But generally, it's a lot closer to three hours. Um, Let's like say it's because there's a lot of stoppages and stuff in it. But once you get into the sport, like you don't even realise it. Because I don't anymore. Um, so that's that. But then it just it, this is where we now circle into the wrestling aspect. If, if people can't concentrate on a on a three-hour NFL game. But yet you think they can concentrate for three full hours of raw every week? And your range show that, do they? So that's that. That that was the biggest thing I took it from. Took from it like from a wrestling perspective. Is like, how can you justify doing it for two hours because of your reasoning? Your reasoning doesn't add up because if you if your reasoning if if you truly believe that, then why are you still having raw as three hours?
1: On the Facebook group, uh, one of the guys said that there will be no one who has a DUI in the league, yep. so can we take from that that the Usos are going to lose their tag titles on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's double standards there. You
0: I think <clears throat> I think um, he just wants to portray, portray it as a nice, clean-cut league who, who he's trying to please, you know, you know, you can guess that for yourself or have your own theories, but who his target audience is, again, you can have your own theories, who knows. But, it is double standards. Of course it is. Like, I hate to go back to it, but your wellness policy is bullshit as well. Like, it's got double standards. Mm. Like, you can't turn around and say, some guys don't get away with certain stuff because of who they are. I mean, if the boss is jagging up, then why can't everyone else?
1: <laughs> oh, big Vince McMahon with his roided up arms. <laughs> See, I've, obviously, but, I've not got much input at all in this. As I've said before, I don't even know how to spell what, NFL. What I will so. say, <laughs> and
0: I'll, it'll be interesting to hear uh, your thoughts on this because this is purely going to be wrestling you right know?
1: Right.
0: He cannot juggle. The WWE and the XFL. If he's desperate for the XFL to succeed, you just can't.
1: Aye.
0: Does that mean he gives more power to Triple H and Stephanie? And if so, is that better?
1: Is that that's a good question. Uh, we'll touch on Triple H in a wee bit. I've not like I'm going to um, quote shout out to Chad Matthews, the doc on Lords of Pain Radio, his Facebook. Uh, Only good thing that could come out of the XFL Is Vince McMahon shifting his focus away From his pro wrestling product Allowing younger people who haven't overstimulated Themselves for 40 straight years To craft a better WWE Couldn't really have put it better myself To be honest with you If Vince is out of the way There are many indicators that Vince is out of touch Some um, brutal folk Will suggest that he's going senile Uh, I think Raw 25 Showed that there's, I've got a lot to say about that in a wee minute. Um, so if it does pave the way for the likes of Triple H and Stephanie to take over the reins of WWE, then fine. I mean, it's going to it's seventy three. It's not going to last much longer. You, you never know. He could be one of those Illuminati folk and he'll live to one hundred and twenty or something like that.
0: But well, the Queen is the Queen. No, nearly
1: a hundred. I think so. Aye. uh uh-huh.
0: So... Shout shout out to the Queen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I never thought a hear the day. Oh, who knows? Um, So if it does pave the way, then fair dues to it. Uh, You going to say something
0: there? I think it will. It just has to. Naturally, it just has to. You cannot juggle two massive entities like that. They're they're two one of them's a massive business, the other one, who knows what it could be, but he's hoping it's going to be massive. So, you have to relinquish control somewhere, or even a little bit, and I think, judging what we saw from NXT in the last sort of five, six, seven years or whatever, I think it's fair to say it's going to be in safe hands with Triple H. I think a lot of people have got certain things to say that about them, but, I, look, I, like, People have loved, have been massive fans of NXT, and it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and that's down to Triple H. Think of what NXT was when he took it over, and now when he started running, and now what it is. So, that says it. it's it's definitely worth it's worth giving it a chance to see what's going to happen because what could happen is you could basically get a replica of what's happening in NXT on the main roster, maybe not as not as. Um, as so focused on wrestling as NXT is perhaps, but I think you're going to get away from the whole soap opera feel in a sense to the main roster if he takes over um, so yeah, I think that'll be the one positive to come off come from it because the XFL is going to fail
1: You heard it here Vince your new project will fail
0: but I'll, I'll, I'll give it to Vince though, 73 years old and this guy's starting up a new business
1: Aye, fair play to him indeed, definitely
0: Massive grapefruits, massive grapefruits
1: Aye <laughs> Testicular fortitude of the man <laughs> uh, See, right, Triple H He is annoying me right now
0: Triple
1: H? Uh-huh
0: right. Yeah
1: this whole thing with him being Triple H, uh, the NXT, the dad of NXT, panders to the crowd at the takeovers, panders to the crowd on Twitter uh, how NXT's his baby and he's all about the future. Yeah, time and time again he's on the main roster where there are more eyes on WWE than there are on NXT and he's involved in that shit show that was the Survivor series last year uh, and he's trying to get rub with being involved in a wee segment with Braun Strowman at the end uh, and then again this week with the Raw 25 anniversary show, even though it wasn't the anniversary but that's a, that's a maths question for a different day <laughs> <laughs> uh, the revival, arguably in fact, in my opinion, not even arguably, the best tag team act that the wrestling's had in years and years and years, who put on the best tag team matches that there's been in wrestling in years and years and years. They should have been. So, what
0: sort of the best, the best in that company, are you saying, are the best?
1: I've not, I'm not exposed to a lot of tag teams over the world, but for me, they are the best in the company. Uh, and they showed that in NXT with their work with, against Revival. And
0: I mean, there's a case to be made
1: they're the best in the world. I, I would say so, but you wouldn't have believed that. Uh, on Monday night, where in front of a crowd who had paid £800 for, sorry, $800 to see a load of rubbish.
0: No, I
1: think, I think it was $400. For, 400 excuse me, sorry. Um, Still,
0: that's a lot of money.
1: It's a lot of money. And the revival, they got ascensioned on Monday night. And you had said to me during the week, you don't know if it would have been that far as a burial. But basically, the same thing happened. The revival went into the ring, just like the ascension did. A bunch of has-beens on the Monday night specifically, you had f- three or four guys who have had drug abuse problems over the years, drink abuse problems over the years, problems with um, answering to authority, uh, fights with the boss, and fighting with themselves. One of them, Road Dog, who is the, I believe he's like the main booker or something on SmackDown. SmackDown is the mm-hmm. land of opportunity. But it's alright for these washed up has to squash the Revival, just for a wee sort of, for shits and giggles. I'm sorry, but that was out of order, what happened on Monday night. I am not happy, and if this is the nail, final nail in the coffin for the Revival, then Triple H should be ashamed of himself. All that work he puts in in NXTs for nothing if the Revival are going to get squashed by a bunch of has
0: You finished? (laughs) Yes. I mean, the match itself was what, two, two, three minutes maybe?
1: I I think it was less than that from what I read somewhere. That's another thing. No offence to the Good Brothers. Who in their right mind would believe that the Good Brothers would defeat the Revival in less than two minutes when it took Revival no, when it took DIY two falls, three falls, to finally best the revival. But that's, that's not the main gripe. The main gripe is what happened after it. Um, Sorry, on you go.
0: Was it a burial? Was it a burial? Yes and no. I think the word buried is hev- is overused by everyone, myself and yourself included. I'm not saying it's overused in this moment in time. I wouldn't quite say it was a burial, purely because... I don't like the way we're treated, let me put it like that. I said it last week, do not treat the best wrestling, the, the best tag teams you've got in that company like that. We warned you, Vince McMahon, He didn't listen to us. But, they're not the ascension... Because they're so much better. Because come next week, they might never talk about it again. We'll remember it. Just like how they don't care about how about the wins and losses in the past and they don't care about who beat who and all this kind of nonsense. Um, I think another month down the line we'll all forget about it because we'll start to have booked properly. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I would have been... I may have accepted it if the match itself went on for about 10-15 minutes, say, and then it could have been a case of well, they've been worn down, they've been worn down slightly, and then they get beat up. I could have maybe accepted that. Maybe. I'm not happy that you treated your best tag team like that. I don't know if I can go as far as a burial, because with a burial you expect the people, or the tag team, or the person not to be able to make a comeback, not to be able to come back and elevate themselves to where they were. I fully expect this team in about six months' time at most to hold the tag team titles and show why they're the best tag team in that company. Um
1: I very much hope so.
0: But <laughs> I'm not but I'm not I'm not overly pleased with it.
1: Time will tell if it was a burial. Um but it's no way to treat them though. No. A snap reaction for me is how are they going to survive that? See the bar. The bar are already a well-established name on the main roster. They could have survived a beat down from New Age Outlaws or the Click even because they're, they're in a tag team title match in six nights time anyway and I think they'll actually win it but the Revival are still trying to make a name for themselves. They've had hard luck with injuries one of them was the, from a Tammy so that couldn't be helped at all but they've still to get their foot their feet firmly in the door of the main roster and that won't have done them any favours and you couldn't they wouldn't have been able to have a 15 minute match because that Raw 25 was just a mishmash of thrown together segments that when all was said and done was a pretty rubbish night of wrestling, I know it's a nostalgia show but by god you could have done it a lot better than you did
0: um one more thing before I move on to the Raw 25. Fuck you, Enzo. <laughs> because because that was meant to be him getting the beat down and not the revival.
1: Are you sure but about that,
0: fucking, that? Yes, yes. I can't remember. I don't know if it was Dave Meltzer or it was... Um, is it Brian Alvarez, I think his name
1: no, is? No, is it not? Um, Apollo Nation. Sorry, Titus Worldwide that took his place.
0: No, I'm I'm sure Dave Meltzer, someone said that it. it was meant to be um, and I don't know if it was Dave Meltzer but it was someone I read and I can't remember who said it it was supposed to be Enzo It was supposed to be taking that beat down how they were going to do it, I don't know but fuck you Enzo <laughs> because you were too busy doing what you were potentially doing in October fucking revival got fucked over but that was apparently supposed to happen apparently
1: I am all on board for blaming the revival's burial on Enzo Amore
0: He's a shit. <laughs> um, there was like two or three good segments in Raw 25.
1: Uh-huh, there
0: were. I, I, I will admit, I enjoyed the opening.
1: Oh, that
0: opening was amazing. Segment. See, when Vince was doing, I was just like, right, the glass is about to break, we can pop, and it's just going to be a little tight. It's going to be quite fun. And it was It was fucking excellent, opening segment. Even the whole GoFundMe thing with a plaque, and it's... It was, it was just I just I just enjoyed it. Ah,
1: um, it was excellent. It was a really great start to the show. Awesome it was. was on fire.
0: Uh, Roman Reigns and Miz. Uh, for me, we says Miz was going to win it. Um, I'm glad he did. I'm glad he did as well. Um, it was inevitable to me that he was going to win it because obviously Roman's potentially going in the main event of Mania, and people on Twitter somehow thought that Roman had been punished for the so-called quote-unquote steroid scandal. I wouldn't mind personally being punished like that in my work. You know, which we're going to remove you. From, uh, we're going to, Ricky, We're going to remove you from this job, but we're actually going to move you up the ladder. Thank you. Aye, um,
1: that's. It's not even a case of brushing that under the carpet. It's a case of right, okay, non-story. We're continuing it, with our it plans. It really
0: was a non-story because you've heard absolutely nothing about it since. Utter non-story. Um, what else did I enjoy? um... I was good to see Christian come back and he actually got oh, two seconds.
1: Oh the peep show fantastic.
0: <laughs> um, oh, Taker's oh. promo confused the hell out of me.
1: That was a another... To me
0: to me it sounded like he retired and I want to give a, I want to give kudos to Taker. Right? Shout out to Undertaker. No one in the history of wrestling has took K famous series as that guy. He never even come out with his gloves or hat or his jacket on.
1: That's because they they give... left it? I, it he left. He didn't have them because they burned in the fire at the end of...
0: Oh, like, that's true, actually. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Um, <laughs> like, to me, it sounded like retired. Like, when he says a lot of those lines, it was like, I've laid so-and-so to rest, blah, blah, blah. You can all now rest in peace. I took that as, I'm no longer going to haunt you, or I'm no longer going to be, like someone who's going to tower over you or, like, always going to be there watching you, or whatever. I just took that as, right. that's him retired now. But a lot of people were like, I'm confused. Did he just retire? Did he not? And now I'm confused. Like, I think did I hear what I heard properly? Like, am I I don't know what to think now.
1: I think it was another non-promo, which was left intentionally ambiguous, so that whenever Vince decides he wants to use take or he can, Just put it to rest, man. Make him rest in peace.
0: (laughs) He looked good, though.
1: I don't... Did he? He still had a bit of
0: jungle on him. I thought he looked... uh, Aye, obviously, my guy's 50 years old, you're going to... But I thought he still looked... I thought he moving a bit better than that, but he never had any... He he, he came out to me. The lights were on. It was weird. It was just... Even just seeing him without his gloves and his hat and all that looked really strange and I wonder how they're going to do it if they ever are going to move forward with another match Um, so who knows uh, very confusing like I said at the time I thought right he's retired and like I was it was confirmation of what I always felt what I always felt for the last sort of 12 like 10 months or so but now I don't know now I'm sort of half expecting me to turn up at some point between after Rumble and Mania Um, I, I enjoyed Elias sort of going over and beating the shit out of Cena. Um, I
1: loved his WWE. I never even clocked on that before. Walk, uh, walk with Elias, fantastic.
0: Um I enjoyed Jericho being in the back with him uh, that segment he had and he was wearing his um his Alpha Club t shirt as well, which was kinda surprising.
1: Uh it was good um, seeing him. It was a dead pop for that moment I have to say uh, uh, that's it. The rest well, is pants. The rest was well, Okada's you, pants, actually.
0: Like, you could have done so much more, like you say. It's like. It was just. For a go home show, it was just terrible.
1: Uh, well, yeah, we're trying to um, make milestones in diversity with having a Women's Royal Rumble match for the first time in WWE history oh I. we've got a few women legends, you've got a two minute segment where you get to wave at the fans and that's it, come on.
0: What, what, seriously, Tori Wilson's a legend.
1: <laughs> well...
0: near friends, right, because she was still looking amazing, right, but the, later, that, was they fucking there? Like, what, come on, man, her and Trish Stratus are like, see when you talk about pioneers of women wrestling, or just women wrestling in general, those two, along with like Mae Young, I'm, like, I'm going to be the first ones that generally come into your head. I would most probably, probably say Trish and Trish Stratus and Lita. and Lita wasn't there.
1: I think there was a reason for her not being there, but I didn't. Find I don't out know what if it was because I
0: think she just she tweeted out saying didn't get the invite, but at least I made the couch or something like that. I don't know something like really, that, fucking hell, something like that it made no sense. Um, I can't remember. Was Beth Phoenix there?
1: No, not that I'm aware.
0: <sighs> See, I know she's doing the commentary for the mixed.
1: Match Challenging, but
0: she done she she was the most dominant female wrestler at the time where female women wrestling wasn't very popular and it wasn't what it is now
1: so much but so she was in a rumble she
0: oh, she stood out so much and, and if, you, if you threw her in to the women's wrestling nowadays she would stand out as well I thought she was terrific
1: nowhere to be seen
0: just that was poor um, like, not having the Dudleys at Manhattan Centre made no sense as well. Uh, you had APA doing their usual poker thing in the back and all that, and that's fine.
1: But, I quite enjoyed that because that's what they basically did throughout the That's then. what they
0: die. that's what I'm saying. But you've just lumped people into that just to get them in, and it's like, right, yeah. well, where was Mick Foley?
1: What a waste of MVP.
0: Exactly. Um, I don't even know if the Rock was mentioned. Obviously, I get Hogan's name still a wee bit taboo, and no one to mention that. Punk as well, I suppose. Just a real bad show. (laughs) A lot of people at the the Hammersmith were no were not happy at all. A lot of bullshit, chance refund chance. They they were not happy, Um, and to be honest, like they got absolutely they got robbed of their money. Um, just and at first, I was really, really intrigued by the two-site uh, venue. I was like, "That's going to be very interesting. How, the, how that works?" It just didn't work at all. Yeah,
1: it was a mess. And I hope Barclay,
0: Barclays was too, too sort of top-heavy and too much of a talent. There.
1: I really hope that this is a see the back to revival. <laughs> <laughs> they had over four million people viewing raw. I'm biggest... Um,
0: no, I am not the... I think revival, it was, it was over it was. four anyway.
1: So that's their yeah. biggest audience since probably the Raw 1000 mm-hmm. um, that have watched it. And they'll say, oh, that revival, they were a heap of shite. Oh, well, I won't bother watching again. I got to see the outlaws. Fuck <sighs> off, man. Oh, I'm raging. Absolutely raging.
0: You know what I'm... And I've mentioned this before. Do you know what I hate? What? See when... Vince McMahon comes out and people fucking cheer. And then, but yet you fucking boo Roman.
1: Aye, uh, th- that was...
0: Are you fucking... Are you stupid? Like, ex- please explain the thought process. And I've saw people saying, well, he's Mr McMahon, he's a character, he's not Vince McMahon, the owner sort of thing, if you know what I mean. So he plays two different people. Right, okay. We might not see him again for a while. Fine, I understand he comes and goes and it's, it is a big deal when he appears but so this is the guy that's quote unquote shoving Roman down your throat Aye. Even, though, even though Roman's not held the, the world title and, you know God knows how long but anyway <laughs> I just don't get it don't get me wrong like, if you want to cheer cheer just stop booing Roman because you think it's a cool thing to do yeah
1: I'm with you now I never but, outright booed him, but I'm on his side now.
0: Well, right, I'm sorry, right. Guy's put on spectacular matches these last sort of two or three years. And I've seen it before and I feel like I'm repeating myself. He's had these great matches with Dean, Seth, AJ, Brock, Braun, um, the ones with Joe, they were involved in the fight, fatal four way, forgetting the Cena one. And I've I've said to you, what is the common denominator in all of those matches Roman he plays his part now he's not I'm not going to say he's I'm I'm not even going to say he's he's AJ AJ Styles level because to me I think there's maybe one other guy in that company that I would put alongside AJ and it's not Roman but Roman for pound for pound is right up there along with the rest of the guys so I don't know don't know so I just find it weird The people just lose their mind when they see
1: Vince,
0: but sort of forget everyone else at all. We hate Vince for this and that, and this and that, but
1: very fickle. I him.
0: I I, I are fickle, but at the same time, understand that oh, it's a rare appearance and stuff like that. But don't
1: know. Well, now that you mentioned Roman Reigns, I've actually written a new column which it should be up on the Social Suplex website soon. But it's all about Roman Reigns and how basically. The Royal Rumble is his yard, so head over to Social Suplex, it should be up soon, and have a wee read of that and let me know what you think about it, at Vicky and Clive on Facebook and Twitter, and since we're talking about Social Suplex, uh, here is a wee pre-recorded message for everything else you need to know about the network and the brand as we try to get ourselves over. How do, folks, in social suplex land? Just interrupting your regularly scheduled programming for some housekeeping. You're obviously listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show. We can be found on Twitter and Facebook, at Ricky and Clive. If you've got the Anchor app, add my station 205 Clive. Now, I've decided I won't be using it to post content as such, but we'll be looking at it as more of a listener interaction tool so if you keep up with us on Twitter then look out for requests for audio contributions from yourself whether it's your opinion on a specific topic or potentially a listeners question segment we'll see what we can do with that so get up on the anchor and add my station and do the call in option I'll keep you posted on information on that as and when it arises next up on the social suplex podcast network we've got One Nation Radio with your hosts Rich Latta and James Boyd as well as a normal weekly show, they have a, a Facebook interaction show, One Nation Live, on Sundays. If you want to get involved in those shows, they are live on the Facebook Wrestling Squared Circle Group. So feel free to join that. Most of the social suplex roster are on the Wrestling Squared Circle Group as well. So if you want to come along for some serious discussion about all things wrestling, or just to talk some nonsense, before floor years, Rich can be found on Twitter at RichLatta32 and at James Boyd to 7 for James as well moving on to the SMC Wrestling Podcast short for the Smart Mark Contrarian Prod good format to the shows based on the personalities and opinions of the hosts those being Caleb who is at SMC underscore Calb at C-A-L-B Rance at It's Ray Cash R-E-Y Cash and Carl at Kervin SMC Now, last, but by no means least, is Keeping It Strong Style with Josh and Jeremy. That's at Jeremy L. Donovan on Twitter, or at K.I. Strong Style. These guys are your go-to guide for all things going on in New Japan. Anything you want to know, these guys have got you covered, and they're doing some excellent things so far. All of these lovely shows can be found on the Social Suplex podcast network, so put that into your search engine on whatever app you use. Remember, drop us a rating and review, and help us get over Most of us have got Anchor apps, all used differently for different reasons and to benefit yourself. So check out the show notes for details on how to describe to each of our stations. Don't forget, socialsuplex.com has loads of written work as well as the podcasts. We've got columns, news, TV product reviews, fantasy G1s, results, you name it, we've got it covered. So there you go, all the social suplex goodness you can get your hands on. Back to the show. Right, hello again, Ricky, how are you?
0: <laughs> you know, did you did you read that message I sent about Roman coming out in the Undertaker thing?
1: Aye, I saw that somewhere on Twitter.
0: Oh, on Twitter, I saw that and I was like, oh, I love that, imagine that happened. That would have been amazing.
1: <laughs> it would have been a bit cheesy.
0: It would have been cheesy as hell, but there would have been promo of a year, two years in a row from oh, Roman.
1: Not this promo <laughs> of the year shite again.
0: Oh well, let's move on. Have you got
1: anything at all to say about SmackDown this week? I
0: enjoyed this the two AJ match, I thought it was decent. I enjoyed it. In, uh, Sammy
1: he won. He won a match with the blue Thunderbomb
0: But did you see that ending to Nakamura and uh, Baron Corbin?
1: I wait Orton.
0: Oh, that was, that was excellent. I really enjoyed that. The sort of getting into the end of days and Naka spins out and gets tries to get him in an armbar and then tries to set him up with a uh, concession and then all of a sudden, literally, all, I didn't even, like, I couldn't believe it, like, I never saw him at all. Came flying out of nowhere and hit an RKO out of nowhere. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, other than that, nah. No, I really don't have too much to say about it. No.
1: Um, Very poor go-home show, in my opinion.
0: I think... I don't know. Like Sometimes the go-home shows, they are disappointing, but to Royal Wimble, how... I suppose we got just about enough of what we were needing or wanting in a way, I suppose. Um, you saw Orton attack, like, hitting RKO and Naka, like, yeah, he's a face and so is Naka, but it's a case of, doesn't matter, I want every man for himself, you got the, a slight tease of what might go down, uh, sort, of, sort, of, sort of a preview of like, AJ, uh, and KO, and AJ and Sami, how the, how the, the styles, might um, gel, um, but I it's, it's just, I, like, I'm, I'm not, I don't have anything, and I'm sort of struggling right now, to say anything like, oh, this stood out. It was just really that ending to the Naka match that I really enjoyed.
1: Aye, it was good. And Orton, we could get a wee mini-food with Orton and Nakamura, which would be good to see.
0: That would be excellent to see.
1: Hopefully Orton um, brings his A-game for a change. But I I've, think... I've not got much else to say about SmackDown, so...
0: How... No, I think, well, obviously, some people might have thought we were going to get Dolph Stig or Bobby Roode for the US title, whatever. Summer, so obviously won't get that
1: now. I think what will happen there is Bobby Roode will come into the Rumble first and then Ziggler will come down later. Um, By
0: the way, I think Ziggler does come back on Sunday and
1: I think there's
0: an outside chance that he could win it. There's an outside chance
1: that Ziggler could win it. I, there's an outside chance that anyone can win it. I don't think, I can't see it happening though.
0: No, I mean, I know outside chance that anyone can win it, but I. But I think I think I think there's a there's a decent possibility. He could I don't see it, but I think there still is a decent possibility because you could go on and win it, and then he could be like, in a short term, I've got other um, things to deal with, and then calls it Bobby Roode, and then you could have Roode potentially still winning and retaining the US title. But I think we'll all see him on Sunday, and we'll probably get into that in, in a bit more depth later on.
1: I will. We'll touch on the previews and predictions for the Rumble in a wee while, but we'll do a. I know you're not a big watcher of NXT on a weekly basis, but we'll do a quick preview of the TakeOver. And um, Sadboy on Twitter, S-A-D-B-O-I, has been interacting with us quite a bit recently, and he dropped us an Anchor. It's Sandboy, not
0: Sad. Oh, it's Sad, sorry, sorry, (laughs) sorry. I his handle wrong.
1: You did get his handle wrong, son. I apologise. But we've got an Anchor from Sadboy with his TakeOver preview predictions, so...
0: A fellow Scott.
1: A fellow Scott, just a wee reminder if you want to drop us a line about anything you want, any questions or if I let you know about some sort of topic that we're going to cover then keep an eye out on social media um, so I can get your anchor Collins. but here we hear from Sad Boy
0: Alright boys, it's Sad Boy here um, for NXT TakeOver Philadelphia uh, Tag Titles I reckon Undisputed Era the 10 uh, War Machine debuting soon So I don't think AOP are going to be going anywhere But I can't see them winning it back um, aye. Almas retains due to shenanigans Either Dream or is going to screw Gargano Or we're going to get a curveball And have the Dream attack Almas. He's all about the mind game So could see some of that uh, Big Alley Black vs Adam Cole baby uh, Ali Black. He's going undefeated until many a time. And Ember versus Shayna. Shayna's got this in. Ember's done.
1: So, Sad Boy referred to Alistair Black as Ali Black. How amazing's that? <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was excellent. Loved it.
1: I, I, I loved it. Uh, And he's. I don't think I've ever heard anyone be more certain in all my days of the women's outcome. The women's Championship match outcome, basically saying that uh, Sheena's winning that Ember's done. <laughs> uh, sorry, who? Ember's done. Ember, uh, just fucking I, so- I don't know, it's hard to predict that one because it's quite weird in that for the first time in a long time you don't really know who's going to win an NXT Women's Championship match.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and I kind of, I, I wouldn't go as far as done, but I think there might be an outside chance then she might come up but I think I think she'll definitely be involved in the rumble there's there's like 12 spaces left and I don't see all quote unquote legends coming back for that so there'll definitely need to be NXT call ups for that and I think there always was and I think Ember Moon's um, the best of the bunch in my opinion and I think you'd probably expect her to make some sort of cameo appearance at the rumble whether or not at least her um, staying on the main roster uh, full time but I think she'll definitely be involved in the rumble <laughs>
1: I liked the idea of Sad Boy's idea of Velveteen Dream throwing a wee curveball and attacking Almas. We know now that Dream gets inside the minds of his opponents and if, if champer does so that's the thing, if Dream and champer return on the same night, there's quite a lot of shenanigans involved there, but if Champa does return they don't need the title uh, Champa and Gargano don't need the title to fight over and it does actually beef up the card for the next takeover which could end up being a monster of a card, so
0: Yeah, 'cause um I uh, I think Champa does <clears throat> come back. Um I think like I think we said it last week, I think or the week before, that he'll probably cost Gargano the title. Aye. And then they'll move on. And then I think at Mania Times projecting ahead you'll probably see Alistair Black. Ali Black? Yep. Being in a title winning it probably. So I, um, I'm looking forward to uh, oh, looking forward to the Velveteen Dream Match. Um, I think Triple H just announced that the other day. And I think a lot of people thought it was going to be like a, a street fight or a no holes barred or whatever, but I don't know if you saw Triple H. I think it was a tweet or it was a conference call. I think it was sent in the Facebook group as well. He was like, "No, ECW and all that's a thing of the past. With a thing of the future and stuff like that." So I'm kind of looking forward to that match. Um,
1: oh, you mean the Ali Black versus Adam Cole one?
0: Oh, sorry, I thought I thought it was a Velveteen Velvetine Dream match they were talking about. Sorry, yeah. Velveteen uh, I'm Dream. I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to Alexa Black and um, Adam Cole as well.
1: It's Velveteen Dream versus Ono, Sono. I'm not sure yeah. if that's going to be a dark match or not. Right.
0: Um, I, I also, I saw, I don't know if you, I don't know where I saw it, I'm sure it was Twitter, but I think Pete Dunne's going to be there as well.
1: He is probably, I. someone in the group had said that Pete Dunne had cancelled his <laughs> indie <laughs> date that for was that weekend. So
0: that was it,
1: that was it. There's every possibility that he's just going to be on the, the tapings for like the next week's NXT and like, the normal TV show side of things. But the more he's on telly, I'm happy with that.
0: I think, so are you thinking EC3 might be take over or are we just assuming he's probably going to go straight to the main roster?
1: Is this for the the random segment of the takeover where they have a free agent in the crowd? Mm -hmm. Well, they'll probably have Ricochet, War Machine and Candice LeRae sitting at ringside.
0: That's true. Actually,
1: the in fact, they'll, they'll go go to her before the championship match, mm-hmm. and she will, she'll get involved. Oh, Selena Vega will batter fuck out of Candice LeRae. This is Maybe. going to be a pure shenanigan heavy match. I'm just fantasy booking here. Okay, I don't know. It could be many a shenanigan match in that match, but EC3. I mean, it's not even been signed yet, has he?
0: Uh, it may have, but they just haven't announced it. And I think they won't announce it because I sort of half expect them to go to the main roster in, in Rumble as a surprise. So I think they're obviously the reason why they announced um, Candice LeRae, um, Ricochet and War Machine is that they always had the intention of putting them down to... um Not down to, sorry, putting them down to... They were always going to NXT. And I think with EC3 having some sort of experience in... The WWE, I think they'll probably feel comfortable enough knowing that he'll know what to do and how to wrestle their way and the hard cam and all that nonsense.
1: Ah, the hard cam. Is there a hard cam in TNA with a six-sided ring?
0: No idea. Is TNA still going? Oh,
1: fuck. fuck. Um, anyway, will we move on to the Rumble then? Our preview and prediction segment. Yes. Yeah. Right, so for this part of the show, we're going to do things a wee bit differently. So we'll still go through the matches and stuff like that and see what we want to happen. Uh, And we've got Barry and JR's predictions to add to our own predictions for the (coughs) predictions league, which we haven't gone on for a while. But I've decided to have a wee twist this week uh, and include the guys over at the Wrestling Squared Circle Facebook group. So basically, we'll still have our own wee predictions league, but we'll face off against the guys on the Facebook group I've asked them over the course of the week to vote who they think is going to win the matches. So it gives a wee bit of intrigue to who's on the pulse, on the button and all that stuff. So the first match that we will cover is, where are my notes? We've got the Raw Tag Team Titles match. So Ricky, myself, JR and the Facebook group uh, have went for the bar. Cesaro and Sheamus and Barry has went for Rollins and Jason Jordan JJ Security
0: I'll miss him <laughs> oh, i miss that Seth run
1: it was a good Seth run wasn't it
0: I can't wait for him to get the title again Seth's amazing
1: he's another outside chance of winning the Rumble as well
0: oh I would love it if he won the Rumble oh could you imagine if he won the Rumble and decided what to challenge AJ oh
1: Jesus Christ you, I,
0: when, earlier on when I mentioned the only person I would put in the same bracket is AJ and company, that other person is Seth
1: can you imagine the pop if Seth uh, won
0: Seth Rollins man oh, what a guy, unbelievable
1: so even though we have a hard on for Seth Rollins we've went for the bar to win mm-hmm. Um Rollins and J, JJ <laughs> Jeff Jarrett himself double J um They've got a different story going on at the moment, and I don't think they need the tag titles to tell that story, especially with the road to WrestleMania as well. So, the Bar are always there; they're the sort of the steady, the steady sort of team that most of the feuds have revolved around for the last year and so uh, sorry, the last year or so. So I would say the Bar. I think that's going to be quite an easy win for them. Do you you agree with that? Then, I since you picked them. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, I'll go with the bar as well. Obviously, like you say, and to me, it, it kind of makes sense because at some point we're going to get the titles off Seth and Jason Jordan because I think it's going to lead to a program with them too. I as you said last week I think it's going to lead to a match at WrestleMania with those two.
1: I'd be happy with that.
0: I would be happy purely from a wrestling aspect of it. I think it was really really good. And then like I say I think it makes sense because you've probably you've got what one more pay per view between. Um, Rumble and Mania, which is, is it the Elimination Chamber. So, you could technically do the rematch there, and then you could build Seth and Jason Jordan um, to WrestleMania there after that. So, to me, it just sort of makes sense. The timing's right, and it'll just give us that. And again, you continue a tease of Jason Jordan's heel turn, or just a continuation that those two don't get along and something's going to blow up.
1: Right. I think it will be a good match, and their story will develop over that night. But the next match for me is got a potential for being a fucking match of the year. Never mind match of the night or the weekend. You get a SmackDown tag titles, Usos versus Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable in a two out of three falls match. My word, that is going to be something special.
0: That's
1: going to be on a pre-show in it, but see, even if it is, man, I don't care. I just want to see that match so badly.
0: Same. It's going to be excellent and I've went with American Alpha 2.0 to get the win I don't know if the whole JUSO arrest is playing in my mind or why I'm picking them I genuinely don't have a proper reason for picking them I just think I don't know I I I don't have much in-depth analysis about it it's just a sort of gut feeling Um, and it could be some sort of dodgy finish in a sense that they're pinned the wrong guy again, or if someone gets a foot in their rope and the ref doesn't see, it, or something like that. That might continue the feud. Um, but I just I could see uh, American Alpha 2.0 winning it. All
1: right. I think um, because what you were saying there, there could be another dodgy finish, and I think that'll make American Alpha 2.0 even more angry, more bitter, and they're going to turn the heel heelometer up even mm-hmm. higher. Uh-huh. To get some sympathy on the Usos, so I think the Usos will win here overall. The Barry has also went for Chad and Shelton, but the rest is myself, Jr, and the Facebook group all went for the Usos. So that's three to two there. Staying with SmackDown, we've got what's turned into a pretty lackluster and disappointing we shit whatever it is the WWE title on Smackdown you've got AJ versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn every one of us have all went for AJ there Um, I hope that does stay the case I don't know what's going on with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn at the moment and Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon there's a lot of teasing going on for management with this whole Daniel Bryan situation but I can't see I think they do want to keep AJ holding that title all the way up to uh, Wrestlemania and he deserves it he did some good work for them last year a short notice match with Finn Balor he pulled a a match an actual match out of Brock Lesnar as well he carried oh,
0: his, a great match it was
1: right. he's carried the, black, carried the blue brand on his shoulders for a long time so as a thank you I think they're going to keep him with the title all the way up to Mania do you agree? yes
0: yeah. I think in part because I kind of have a feeling that this is the start of breakup of KO and Sammy, yep. And I kind of, I'm, I know you're saying you're not looking forward to it, you don't care or whatever, sorry. I'm looking forward to it. I am, I think it going to be a good to match. Just see what's going to happen. I think the ending of the match is going to be very, very intriguing. And I think that's what I'm most looking forward to. Just how they go about doing it, and does someone turn on the other one, does someone else get involved? So am I'm, I'm quite intrigued by it.
1: See, because of a the stipulation, there is a chance that they'll walk away as a champ.
0: I'd be stunned
1: if they did. I wouldn't be stunned. I would be su- surprised as to where they go, what the direction would be. But it's not, it's not definitely going to be AJ. I mean, there's a couple. Of, there's a pay per view. Have they got is SmackDown? fast lane this year? Aye, they do. They've got as a Fastlane. They've got
0: a pay per view anyway.
1: There's room for a couple of title switches in there, and I can't. I wouldn't be overly shocked if Kevin and Sammy walked away with a title.
0: I would rather AJ kept it just to oh, keep him as that strong champion and how he's, over, he's been overcoming the odds, and that will make him look even bigger and better. And then ultimately, that will whoever he may face at Mania, and if he loses it, then that person will get an even bigger rub.
1: Uh huh so we'll see, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in that one anyway
0: mm-hmm.
1: now we have the first ever Women's Royal Rumble uh, just to let you everyone know that if you get this person right you will get 10 points that's a whopping 10 points added onto your score if you get the prediction right mm-hmm. now there are only 4 one, two, there are only 3 different people picked me, you you and I picked Asuka Right, you've given yourself. I haven't.
0: I have an asterisk next to that because I still need to make my mind up. Really.
1: Well, you said a bonus. I'll give you a bonus five points for Ronda debuting in the twenties. In the twenties, specifically would, And wins.
0: I would. I would. Um, if you're open to it, I'll increase that. I'll take. If you would give me the full ten, right? If Ronda debuts between the numbers twenty-six and thirty and goes on to win it.
1: Bonus ten points on top, of, right? So
0: oh, I'll get ten either way, but I don't know how the guys will feel about that.
1: So you'll get ten points if you pick Aska to win it, and ten points. And
0: she does, and then ten if if she doesn't win it, but Ronda wins it after debuting between twenty six and thirty, and she wins it, then I get the ten points.
1: I don't want to see her in it, to be honest with
0: you. <sighs> to me, and my thinking right behind it is this: you're not going to debut her at number one because you cannot expose her to that much, because quite frankly, she's not going to be that very, she'll, she'll bring her MMA sort of style into it, so she so will look realistic, but at times you're going to be like, oh, that looks terribly fake, it just doesn't look real, it doesn't look natural, so I think if you bring her in very, very late, and she may even come out at number 30, you limit her exposure, mm-hmm. and, and t- in turn, like what you do is, you just, you protect her, but you also have that intrigue, you're like, oh, I didn't see enough of her, I want to, keep, I want to see a little bit more of her, um, but I can I'll I'll pick one
1: out of the two if you're not willing to go I'm along fi- with it. I'm fine with it. There's no one else here to argue with you, so I'm all right with that. Um, right, Barry and the Facebook group also picked Rousey. But in terms of someone coming in at coming in at thirty, Jr. has decided that Stephanie McMahon Helmsley will come in at thirty. <laughs> she'll <laughs> she'll fucking launch the announce table up in the air and say ah, it's time for me now. And then she'll come in and win the rumble. I can't see it happening but you never know. JR is steadily climbing the predictions table.
0: I can't see it happening, but I have a legit fear that it could happen.
1: Oh I wouldn't be surprised in the least.
0: And that's why that's why I was laughing in the group earlier on when JR sent it. I was like laughing out of like, oh my god, this could actually happen. Um Surely not. Surely not. Like that would shit all over your so-called women's rev- uh,
1: revolution. Well, they shit all over it with Carmella.
0: I kind of like Carmella now, by the way. <laughs> uh, I've, not, I've not been... I forgot to say that. I saw a lot of her videos about new date, and I'm like, oh, she's brilliant. I
1: don't mind her at all, to be honest uh, with you. But I can I understand... I, mind her. I do get why people were furious that mm-hmm. Ellsworth won the first women's money in the bank. So mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them to do something similar.
0: I think the thing with me though is that the reason why you shit all over your, let's say, just so-called women's revolution because it's not a women's revolution anymore. You fucked that up completely yourselves. That like, you were in such a strong position and you just put people so badly that a lot of people have stopped caring about. Barely of all people, um, you had so many great matches you could have done, but you just didn't do them. You had so many great moments, but you didn't capitalize on them. So yes, there was a women's revolution, but you have done everything in your power to prevent it going any further just because of your just how inept and stupid you are um, but I think if Stephanie wins it that would be a, a massive slap in the face to every single one of them
1: do you know what would be amazing if halfway through it our truth music hits and cut- <laughs> <laughs> you know where I'm going with this don't you yes so halfway through, number 15 or 16, R-Truth music hits and he comes down, fucking bouncing about the place like a nutter. Gets in the ring and says, oh, this is a Women's Royal Rumble. And he says, oh, my bad. And just sort of... It
0: was, remember, it was a segment with Corporate Kane, Dolph Ziggler and Roman Reigns. When he came in and um, was he talking about money in the bank, how he was going to climb a ladder and Kane's like, what the hell are you talking about? You're not even here. And he was like you're not even in the match and he was like oh really and like in the ring Roman and Dolph looked like they were legit laughing like they, like they couldn't contain themselves
1: aye, did they not uh, come into Rumble one year and started
0: <laughs> climbing it, the ladder aye
1: <laughs> shout out to Arthruth
0: <laughs> god that was unbelievable little Jimmy
1: so I'm giving myself a bonus fifty <laughs> points if uh, our truth comes I, down. I,
0: I would give you that
1: smoking a cigarette.
0: I would, I would, I would, I would concede the entire um, predictions to you. You would win.
1: Aye, smoking a cigarette as well. So that, yeah. <laughs> um, I gave the rest to of you. the team's predictions. aye Sorry. What were you saying there? Sorry.
0: Do you think Ronda will debut though? No.
1: Nah, don't think so.
0: See, I would personally, if, if she does, she has to win it then, I think. But then I say it's in the Facebook thing and I have to stick by it. that I would then have Asuka win a title between sort of post Rumble and Mania. And then you would have Asuka and Ronda Rousey for the title. Oh, that's not at bad. Mania. That's quite good. And I think I've always felt you've got to have someone worthy of someone very worthy and someone very special to break ask a streak either someone very established or someone who's you know is going to be an absolute superstar so for me it was always going to be charlotte flair mm-hmm. but now ronda rousey fits the bill i understand people say that oh well she just knew and she's blah 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 she'll been in business for a couple of months she she might not even be able to have that great matches but it's the legitimacy of her name People can point the last couple of defeats and whatever, right? But see, before that, like doesn't matter. She was beating people up and all that. And people can say whatever they want about her opponents. But she took um, not just women's MMA, but MMA in general. She helped elevate that to a whole other level. And she became an absolute superstar. So she brings a reputation with her. Um, and I think that would be a worthy person to beat Asuka and end her streak. And, I, and you know, I've been very weary of the way Asker's been booked and I've been very how restriction has broken just yet and it needs to be done not at a random raw but at a big time event, a big time moment by someone you know who is really going to become a massive massive name in women's wrestling.
1: We shall see I'm not really buying it at the moment and I don't want it to happen but from what you're saying there that sounds like it would be good booking. Now, for the men's rumble
0: have You forgotten the the universal title
1: match. Ah, no wonder. No fucking wonder. I forgot about it.
0: Really?
1: Um, everyone apart from the Facebook group said Brock, and Facebook group said Braun. Now, I, I think
0: I think did a few of them pick Braun, didn't they?
1: Eighteen people. So I'm actually wondering if they wanted Braun to win. So if anyone is listening to this, wait. There's
0: like there's eighteen people in that Facebook group.
1: <laughs> no, no, for fuck's sake! Eighteen people voted for Braun. Oh right, okay. Oh, our
0: poll, right? Okay, yeah.
1: But I think some of them may have been confused by my badly worded post. Yeah, They if probably won't. So, if anyone's listening to this and you don't actually want Braun to win, please let me know. Sorry, if you, if you, oh, you know what I'm saying. If you think yep. I've made a mistake, let me know and I'll change the predictions. Uh, I've, Brock's going to win this there's no point in even having the fucking match in the first place Braun's been destroying capital cities he's been destroying countries and it's going to be for nothing
0: I think um, several people on the social suplex um, Facebook messenger chat, They several of them picked Braun as well uh, I think James did and I'm not sure who else did though um, anyway Uh I'll go with Brock, but I'm I I wouldn't say I've got high hopes so much, I'm kinda of looking forward to it because it could be one of those hot messes that WWE produced like so good that I think it could be I think it could be I think it could be utter total chaos and carnage. Kane's gonna take the pin I said last week and I say it in my my predictions when I sent to Jeremy to the social sublics uh our picks Um, I would put the title on Braun. Like You have to capitalise on it at some point, and if you're not going to do it now, you're not going to do it for a very, very, very long time, if ever. Um, But I'm going to go Brock. I think it's pretty... If the rumours are true, it's obvious, then it seems pretty obvious that Brock wins, unless somehow they go with Braun and then Brock wins it back again before Mania, but I don't see that happening. But I think I've got... I've got hopes that this could be a real good match just because I think it's going to be a bit chaotic and I think that's the only way you're really going to grip a lot of people.
1: It will be chaos, but apart from that, I don't care about it. No, I
0: know, but I think, I think, I think, I think you will, I think you could enjoy it though. I think once that, once you do see how chaotic it is and just how the kind of stuff is happening, I think you're going to be gripped and I think you'll, you'll accept, obviously, Brock's going to win, but I think you'll be like, do you know what? I kind of enjoyed
1: that match. Hopefully, hopefully, I enjoyed most of the night. Um, but it's quite telling that I forgot to mention it. I would say, and mm. that that was another shite segment of Raw twenty-five as well.
0: I thought I thought you were doing it intentionally leaving that match out.
1: No, no, I'm leaving the best to last. The the biggie, the mm. men's rumble. Another time, the biggie, the biggie, uh, big e. <laughs> uh, another men's another 10 points for the win here uh, myself, Barry and Nakamura <laughs> <laughs> myself, Barry and the Facebook group went for Nakamura, JR has went for Roman Reigns and you have went for drumroll please, surprise surprise Rusev I haven't, I,
0: haven't, I haven't locked him
1: in have you locked him in in the, super no, co- I've not the locked social up, yeah. suplex super column
0: yeah for that one I did
1: well, you can't change it now.
0: Yes, I can. This is a different different show.
1: We moan about continuity every single fucking week. You can't change it now.
0: Why not? I put in the table subject to change.
1: Card subject to change.
0: It happens all the time. Right. Right, fine. Fine, Rusev to win, right? But I'm going to get a, I'm a bonus point so I'm going to say something outrageous then
1: now give yourself 10 bonus points then for what
0: the final four (laughs) will be Nakamura Roman Dolph Ziggler (laughs) and a geek are you ready for it
1: (laughs) Who. Daniel
0: Bryan no,
1: I, I, <laughs> I thought you were going to say CM Punk there. And I was going to. Oh, should I
0: say like, final four is going to be CM Punk, Phil Brooks, <laughs> uh, Mister Brooks, and um, Phil Punk. <laughs> uh,
1: oh, I
0: love CM Punk.
1: I gathered that. Can I give you some <laughs> fantasy booking? No, I would love. Can you imagine the pop again if Seth wins? Right, but indulge me for a moment. And indulge me yet again Uh, as I... Sexually? Aye, why not? Indulge me yet again as I wax lyrical about Jason Jordan. (laughs) No, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine the heat that Jordan would get if he won the Rumble? Let's say in a fantasy world that him and Seth retain... Sorry, aye, retain the tag titles. So Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins both enter the Rumble still as the tag champs. And Jordan ends up winning the whole thing. Can you imagine how smug he would be? How much he would be rubbing it in Seth's face? He's like, yeah, we might be tagged champs, but I've got the chance to be the the next champ. And he just becomes more cocky and more arrogant and more egotistical by the week, rubbing it in. And also, he starts rubbing it in with his dad because Kurt Angle couldn't best Lesnar in 2003 when all was said and done I think Lesnar won that feud overall if my memory serves me correctly jo- Jordan will be saying to Kurt look dad I've got a chance to do what you couldn't do 15 years ago aren't you so proud of me and it'll just take that heat up a few notches to where folk cannot stand them and the Jason Jordan experiment is just a big massive success and I'll be singing for the rooftops
0: um, first of all no um, how about this if they win or retain sorry of they retain or lose it either or doesn't matter Jason Jordan eliminates Seth I think that's going to happen yep. Jason, Jordan, Jason Jordan will eliminate Seth that's possible if they retain even if they retain or they don't doesn't matter, I think Jason Jordan could eliminate Seth, which again, increases your attention. Um, I'll take my Daniel Bryan one back, if that's alright.
1: Right, hurry up, because I need to type this out again. So who were your final four?
0: It was Nakamura, Roman, Dolph Ziggler, and I will go Finn Balor.
1: Interesting. Right, that's it noted.
0: Are you expecting any sort of big surprise?
1: Return In... or story development or...
0: Just just some sort of return, I suppose.
1: I'm not sure, actually. there's like, I know I've picked Nakamura. Um, I think just the way it's worked out. I didn't really believe the rumours about AJ and Nakamura headlining WrestleMania, but the way things have panned out, Rowan Reigns is going to be busy with Brock, I can't, but I can't see Roman winning the Rumble. I think he'll win a number one contendership match at the Chamber. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have got their thing going on with each other. That sounds quite sexual. And so that leaves Nakamura with a, an opportunity. So I think it will be Naka. But massive surprises. I've not got a scooby-doo. I've not got a clue at all. What's going to go down? So I'm going in with a um, blank canvas. I'm looking forward to it though.
0: Same. I'm, I'm really looking forward to Rumble is one of my absolute favourite pay per views. Um, I think the Royal Rumble match itself is probably my my most favourite match, just because of how random and how crazy it could be. Um, I think Del comes back, and I think he comes back. I think he comes back to a massive pop. Really? Yes. Um, I understand not a lot of people are fans of him. Like, it, I even went off him. I just think that promo before when he left, like, it, I think got a lot of people talking, a lot of people thinking. I think you come back to a pop. Um, <sighs> Daniel Bryan just isn't going to happen at all. Like, not a fucking chance. And I'm not just saying that. Just like, to, to, like, so I don't get my hopes up. Because I, I still have a hopes up like, I thought he could have been in last year I thought CM Punk was going to appear last year as well or speaking of CM Punk, his return is imminent as well <laughs> oh, um,
1: surprise surprise
0: we'll go through this all the time I mean I predicted Kurt's return mhm right anyway uh, EC3 will, <laughs> I think will most likely uh, appear as well
1: I think Velveteen Dream will have a cameo and he'll get a big right. pop
0: Pete Dunn as well probably. Yes. I don't know who else. I think there's still one person out there that is going to be like oh I didn't see that coming at all. I just don't know who it could be. I kind of wonder if Braun's going to be in it again in the Rumble. I don't know. I doubt it. Again Roman was in the title match last year wasn't he and he still the Rumble but
1: I'm going to have a wild one and say Taker will be in it. (sighs) And he'll hone in on Cena. I'm not giving myself any bonus points but that's the kind of surprise I think that's going to happen. Mm
0: -hmm. I think something along those sort of lines will happen, something relatively big. Um,
1: They need to develop some sort of progression because there was none on Raw there for anything.
0: I'm just—I'm trying to rack, rack my brain. I just can't think who I might who it might be. It definitely is not going to be Daniel Bryan. but anyway, um, but I think Dolce goes back. Um, right. will probably come in number one and be first one person, first person eliminated, no doubt. Um, mm. But I—that's it. That's it. I, I but all I, all I do know is that I'm really looking forward to just about every single match on that card. Um I am actually I'm really forward to all of them. I think every single one of them have got a bit of intrigue for me. Every single one of, is going to pull me in in a different way. And like I say it's um just genuinely, genuinely excited to watch us. Um so I'll be I'm off work on Monday as well, so I'll be staying up live to watch it. Oh you're lucky man. I believe John Ross as well is off. So he'll be staying up, I'm not too sure about Barry. Hopefully he's off as well, and no doubt the three of us will be talking, but oh. I've, I've got high hopes.
1: I'm happy that, for you all do, getting to watch it that, live, I really am. Nah.
0: I must, like, I must. I must. Like last year, where was it? What did I do last year? Oh, like, I went, I went, I took a half day from work and went and watched it. Um, <laughs> so, I got, I'm off on Monday, which is good, and I'll get to watch it live. I'm really looking forward to it, and I know I say that quite a lot about a lot of pay-per-views, but this one I genuinely am very, very excited about it. Good,
1: I'm I am looking forward to it as well, and I'm looking forward to it so much that why don't we do a Royal Rumble themed quiz right now? Why not? It's fucking quiz time! With Ricky and Clive and friends! A fucking WWE quiz! Now, since it's just the two of us, we are going to quiz each other. No need for any buzzers or anything, but I'll ask you some questions, and then you ask me some questions. Will we take turns, or will we just... Well, we just, yeah,
0: we could. Yeah, we could take turns. It'll make it slightly a wee bit interesting, I suppose.
1: And it could cancel out if someone has the same question. Yep. Right, so you go first, Ricky. The floor is
0: yours. The floor is mine. Right. Okay. though. question number one. Again, obviously, Royal Rumble related. Now here we go. Question number one. At the 2017 Royal Rumble, I forgot to mention. Sorry. Just a what? <laughs> sorry. I uh, just I realised my question about. This guy, I think, is coming back on Sunday That's right, okay In two, two, 2017 Royal Rumble Neville beat who to, to defend his cruiserweight title? Neville's coming back on Sunday
1: Ah, oh, fucking yes, he uh, so is Him and Pete Dunne uh, But
0: he's not coming back for the cruiserweight title though Bigger bigger,
1: bigger picture, bigger fries Bigger uh, fish to fry bigger, bigger
0: picture, bigger fries, bigger fish to fry uh, Fuck uh, you, Enzo <laughs>
1: Fuck Enzo! Um, funny
0: thing was when when Rich Richler, like, I kept saying that on his podcast. Kept trying to put on some. I think it was like a Scottish accent. It's kind of funny.
1: It was. It was a good attempt. Proud. It was. It was a decent attempt. Proud of him,
0: Bruh Well done, bruh Well done, bruh Bro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, we're so not cool.
1: I know we are the most. We are the biggest geeks of all time. Uh, oh. What was the question? Oh, I right. never beat Rich Swan. Right. Well done. My question to you is, who holds the record for the longest time in a one single Royal Rumble? Um, I want to kind of say
0: Chris Jericho, but I don't know why I think that. Uh,
1: Will they give you three possibilities?
0: No. No, it's fine um, I believe this guy came in first or second or something and won it Is right.
1: it really It is Ray, Ray. 619
0: right. Did he come in first or second, didn't he?
1: I can't remember, but he did he it Seems like 40. it was over an
0: hour anyway, so he must have been, I think right. Your or turn right. Name the world. first two entrants to the 2017 Royal Rumble
1: Oh I haven't a fucking clue. Pass.
0: Oh, I'll give you a clue. One guy's injured, and the other guy's no longer with the company.
1: Oh, big cast and Enzo.
0: No, big cast and Jericho.
1: <laughs> Random.
0: Um, Cass was actually eliminated first. Quite surprised at the time.
1: Um, my question. Who has the shortest time in the Rumble with one second?
0: She used to be the Warlord. And I'm almost certain Santino was there. That's it. Is it it Santino? Because it was Kane, I think. Because then as soon as he got eliminated, they started shouting, No, 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 I wasn't ready.
1: (laughs) Aye. That's right. I'm sure, like I'm sure, I'm sure K- uh, King Booker got papped super early once as well, did they not? I can't remember. Um, right, your turn. <clears throat> <clears throat> Who went the
0: 2012
1: Royal Rumble?
0: Uh,
1: this is a mix, a mishmash here. There's a three year period where they all blend in together. It wasn't Del Rio. It was was Seamus.
0: Correct. Thank you. I was going to give you the the final four, or the final two.
1: Um, Who has the most Rumble appearances? Most Rumble appearances.
0: be somebody like Kane you would assume um...
1: correct answer well done
0: oh, is it aye aye uh, you it just because it just he obviously it had the most eliminations and stuff like that so you just assume it's got to be somebody like him uh-huh. right my son um, name the last two in the 2001 Royal Rumble
1: Austin and
0: Kane 2001 yes sorry did I type that in right no no I didn't because sorry I think it might have been 2011 when you say sorry
1: 11 mhm I don't know but it was Del Rio and someone
0: folks hold on because I'm made a complete mess of this oh for
1: fuck's sake
0: no I don't think I did
1: just pick another question
0: <laughs> no I did I wrote the wrong fucking year down didn't I
1: Ah, great. Why don't you tell me the two wrestlers and I'll tell you the year.
0: Okay. Edge and Cena. Oh. Might have been to... 2008. That
1: is... You don't know, do you?
0: Incorrect.
1: All right, well, it was 2010 then.
0: Uh two
1: no, thousand and ten. 2010. 2010. Um, right, my one. Who has spent the longest time in the Rumble? Like, over all the Rumbles, with nearly like, four hours and 56 minutes on the clock?
0: Jer- Jericho, innit?
1: Yep. He is the Royal Rumble Iron Man.
0: I got four
1: out of four? I don't know. I've lost track of everything.
0: No, I, I do. You've got two out of four, but I'm going to give you that last one since i fucked the question up so bad. Um, at the same pay-per-view 2010 Randy Orton beat who in the WWE Championship title match
1: WWE it was specifically the WWE one
0: yeah the Raw one the Raw Raw brand
1: Shamu Sheamus oh that's
0: wrong he beat do you know what I've fucked this again
1: (laughs) do you know what you're not allowed to ask any more questions What's going on here? Seamus won the title at the Teamsters. I know, but I
0: think I got the year wrong. Yes, I did, sorry. 2008. I don't know. I'll give you a clue since I messed it up so bad. Might want to edit this part out. Um, he is currently on the Raw roster. He is currently injured. Big show. Uh, wait, we'll finish and he was at raw twenty five. You I saw him in a sort of cameo appearance.
1: Injured Ugh, I don't know. I don't actually have a clue.
0: Brother Nero.
1: Ah, oh, Jeffrey.
0: Mm.
1: Young Jeffrey. Um How many questions have I asked you? One, two, three, four. Last one, right? Okay. How name the two wrestlers who have appeared in the rumble as three separate characters No not one rumble but rumbles overall
0: when you mean three separate characters
1: right I'll give you one of them right
0: no, no I know one of them's Foley
1: right who's the other one
0: do you mean like completely different characters
1: uh huh so I. So
0: it's so something like the Undertaker doesn't count because he came as Undertaker and say the American Badass. I don't even know what the third one could have been.
1: Well, i just tell you, There's a bit of trivia. No. Oh well, but.
0: Give me, give me a clue, give me a clue.
1: Um. Right, this person has quite a lot of records when it comes to the Rumble. Ah.
0: Uh... Fucking Kane
1: A.K.A. Isaac Yankum Isaac Yankum
0: Is he not Diesel one year? <laughs> Nonsense like that Fake Diesel uh, Right I've got one for you
1: right. is this correct?
0: Yes So there has been Obviously Austin's won it The most three times Okay
1: uh-huh.
0: So there has been oh, Six Six people who have won it Twice Name them Name I was going to You could name all six If you know them But I was going to say Name five
1: (laughs) What a difference that is
0: It it makes a hell of a difference Because if It it was initially going to be three But that's too easy
1: Right Randy Orton
0: Yes Cena Yes Batista Yes
1: Triple H Don't know who that is But
0: okay Triple H Yep
1: And uh, Let me think Let me think Austin. I'll give
0: you a
1: clue Austin's three oh, times
0: no. Yeah I'll give you a clue right Right
1: hey.
0: Both guys right They both won it like um Back to back So one of them They both won it Back to back So someone could have won it in like 2016 and 17 The other guy could have won it in You know 1980 and 1981
1: I Don't know I don't know Off the top of my head Take a guess, Bob Backlund. What?
0: No, just doing random guess.
1: You told me to take a guess. Ah, oh,
0: brother.
1: Just tell me it's half
0: eleven. That was that was your clue, brother. Yes.
1: Um, fucking Bruce
0: Pritchard Hulk Hogan. And Shawn Michaels
1: with the other two. Shawn Michaels. And you and you have Shawn Michaels as well. Um, right, ladies and gentlemen, very sorry for that clusterfuck that was the quiz time tonight. We'll improve for next time, I promise you. We
0: will improve because I, I made my quiz up on the
1: go. and. <laughs> oh, really? No shite, Sherlock? <laughs> Mate, it, as I say, it's late and I've got some editing to do, so we'll call it quits tonight thanks for listening to us you heard the social suplex stuff earlier on in the show shout out again to One Nation Radio SMC Podcast and Keeping It Strong Style they're all doing marvellous work uh, columns as well If you get any shout outs you want to give apart from the Queen Ricky?
0: Uh, just the guys you mentioned um, hopefully John Ross and Barry or at least one of them might be able to join us next week to do the review yep um, yeah that's all um looking forward to this Sunday um, and I'm looking forward to coming back next week and discussing it with you.
1: Yes, I'm looking forward to speaking to you and I'm looking forward to speaking to you, the listeners. Have a good Royal Rumble weekend and take care of yourself. <laughs> 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 <Right>.
0: <laughs> that is everything uh, good
1: <laughs> I'm still recording
0: though. part <sighs> oh, out. I might.
1: Right, right you saying bye-bye.
0: Yeah, uh, what training are you getting tomorrow?
1: <laughs> For fuck's sake.
0: Um, Last question?
1: Uh, four. I don't know. Uh, okay, goodbye. Right, see you later, peeps.